Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright Mark Anthony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host. folks and welcome back to strength to be human uh we have uh, another guest house uh, edition with our wonderful uh, co-host uh, john uh, patrick robbins this is going to be episode number 65 and right now we're going to just title it the ups and downs of social media because that that's really what it's going to be covering john welcome and, and thank you for coming on again oh always great to be on the show mark been wanting to do this for a while now but I just was not certain about how far I wanted to go because I was thinking at first, ah, just a little sort of mini rant about social media. But then I realized now it needs more than that because it is so big and there's so many functions and facets to it. And there's so much good as well as there's so much bad that we just needed to do a whole, a whole show on it. And I think people will react favorably to that. But. It just needed that kind of justice. I mean, especially since as much as it can be a pain in my butt, you know, it's also useful as well. And I have to recognize that too. So I'm going to just give it as just for desserts on this one. Okay? Yeah. So Good what point. I wanted to do is we could talk about the good and the bad uh, on each on each uh, like facet we'll talk about. Because, you know, there's a couple of things we can cover. We can, we can do Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. We can do uh, Twitter and LinkedIn uh instagram um messenger which i actually use a great deal and it's a real big function on this show because it's very instantaneous sometimes email it's such a a slow thing you know and and then sometimes email doesn't even operate correctly you'll get somebody message me hey did you get my email i'm looking like what the hell is it and then it's in the spam i don't know why but it's there sometimes you know it's like Glad in. That's why I don't race man right away until I look at it because you never know what stuff could be there that shouldn't be yeah. there. It just gets there somehow. I don't know. It's not like because if I spam you, you, I'm not going to see it. You know? So I don't know why when I'm not spamming somebody. But hey, so we'll, we'll go about that. We'll just uh, try to trade our experiences on on some of the stuff we're doing. I know there's some some of these things you don't use. Like I I don't think you use Instagram very much or or LinkedIn, and I do. And then of course. We've had very, very um, various experiences on it. You do a lot of marketing on uh, yeah. social media, especially Facebook. So we can talk a little bit about the, you know, the good and bad of that, yeah. you know. And but it, it's a, it's a big part of what we, uh, what we do. I mean, it's not the only thing I do out there to communicate with people, but it's, it's a big part of it. And so I'm, I'm happy to get this, this show out there, and you know, and sort of discuss this. Mm. Now, well, definitely. Uh big subject i mean you know you need all those platforms i guess well you do any platforms helpful that you can get your stuff out there that's you know sure yeah and i don't i don't really have any problem with that i just think that and we can just go back and forth i don't have a real order we'll just kind of go along with it uh but one of the things that that continues to peeve me to to know to no end is is folks who i don't know why although a couple of actually have told me why um, 
people just put out the you know their poetry or other writings just right out there on their on their um on their page you know mm-hmm. or even even on a writing site I might get that sometimes on mine too I just don't understand it I mean some told me well this is easier than rejection I'm like yeah you can go to the post office you don't have to get any rejection either I mean so I don't understand what that's supposed to mean <laughs> and sometimes it hurts because you know both of us are also just editors so I'm not just a, a writer reading this stuff. You know, and getting hurt mm-hmm. by it. I'm an editor, so the first thing I'm saying is, "Holy moly, that was a really good poem. Why did you waste it on some yeah. blah format? You could have formally got it published." Because now I might not be so interested in doing so. I don't know if you're going to take it down like I asked you to. Should I even have to do something like that? It, it, it presents a lot of problems. So with with uh, you know with, with just the uh, the the first quality you want to get when when you when you're first publishing somebody and of course it it really harms people in terms of their you know their 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 credits and and, and even sometimes their their quality because are they that yeah. insecure that they gotta put it on a, on a page? Yeah, it it is bad when uh you, well, as we well we're both editors and sometimes you'll see stuff. That uh, because there's a lot of people on uh, got a lot of people I follow on Facebook and and most writers who are at the magazines are uh, I do follow so yeah when you see it up on their wall and then then they want to hand it to you and I'm like well you've already published it technically you've done it yourself you know and that that's bad when you're asking for in my opinion at least when you're asking for previously unpublished things because it's it's already out there. You know, it's almost, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, just... I think I think it's become more of a problem now because I, maybe you yeah. can tell me if you've noticed this, but I've noticed this that when I went around uh, checking out some markets, you know, some especially some newer stuff to, to try to send out, sometimes mm-hmm. in their guidelines now, it literally says, um, we don't want anything previously published. And this means that if you put it on your page, or, or some kind of Facebook thing, um, we consider that previously published, and we don't want you to send yeah. that over to us. So now you really are, in many ways, harming yourself, and you're boxing yourself in, because you could have had something of real value, and you just, you just, to me, you just threw it away. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I can see, I don't know. I get, well, you said there's, there's sides to all this, but me personally, I don't know why you will do that, and a lot of writers do it now. And I guess they think because they have a lot of followers that, you know, maybe that I don't really know the logic behind it because it's just not something I would do. I don't if I did, you know, being, of course, been running multiple, <clears throat> excuse me, avenues, I can, uh, you know, obviously get things published. And I know enough places to get things. I would just rather have things published. I don't I don't in a mag or journal, I just don't care to just put something on my wall. And yeah, you really, it is become a very big issue where, and if for some reason, and I know I've heard from both sides is a lot of people don't consider that. Well, I didn't put it anywhere. I just had it on my page. Yeah. But then, you know, we're in a community and a lot of people are going to read. A lot of people know each other a lot. You have mutual friends, yada, yada, yada. And so, it's been seen. It really takes away from when you want to run something, and everybody's already pretty much read it. It's, you know, to me, it becomes more pointless. I don't know why people don't get it, but it's becoming a real issue. 
It really is. Yeah, well, if, uh, definitely it, it's becoming an issue now when magazines are actually putting that in their guidelines. Because mm. you just don't put anything in your guidelines. And quite frankly, a lot of these magazines, I mean, they're pretty yeah. damn lazy about putting stuff in their guidelines. So when they're editing this, it means it has to be even be more widespread than we realize. Yeah, it, it, it's, I think it is a major thing now. I see more and more writers doing it. Um, and I guess, well, to me, a lot of it, what it comes from is they'll see a writer they like do it, so they think, okay, and then it just kind of filters down. It's like a, uh, like a snowball effect. You know, it just keeps <laughs> getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just kind of, it starts out like a minute thing, but then, you know, people pick up these kind of habits real quickly. And I largely don't really like when people do that because I just feel like, well, why are you sending me the work? If you're just going to have it up there, it is. I do consider it published. You've already put it out. It's already been seen. Like when you, when you run, when we put a lot of time into these things and all that, and, and when, I put all this time into something. I don't really want to just get something that you've already handed out and people have already read. I mean, that's yeah, to me. It's, 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 a, it's really a rough one. No, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, I, I would prefer people just put links and stuff. They got published on, on one of these writing groups or their own page. Cause then those people, they get the, you know, they get the credit of someone visiting your work still gets read and they might be able to find some other stuff about that you've done or maybe a book mm -hmm. that's out. But uh, I've had a few people ask me, well, if you don't like this, then why allow it on your, your writing groups? Because, you know, I have two different writing groups on, mm -hmm. on Facebook, um, Mind's Eye and, you know, the Writer's Haven. And I, I told them uh, point blank, I go, I might not like it and it might not even be helpful to the writer themselves. But this is, these are choices they have to make. I, I'm, not, I'm not their parents. They're, they're, they're adults right yeah. now. If they want to make these decisions, they have to live with the consequences. But... When I'm putting that together as the writing, the writing group, the Mind's Eye and, you know, the Writer's Haven, the whole point yeah. is, is for people to try to get something out there about their work. And it's not really for me to prescribe what that what that form is. I'm, I'm not there to, to be a big brother and restrict everybody, you know, other than don't, don't put some editor wants $500 to edit your manuscript or... You know, don't put an ad about a computer program will help fix your grammar at $50. I don't want that kind of junk on there. If you want to sell something, sell your book, your chapbook or whatever. I don't have any problem with that. But So yeah. I, I felt I felt kind of weird about restricting the way people are putting their work out, even if I don't agree with it. So I let it, I let it, I let it go. Even though I'm, even though I'm, sometimes I look at it and I just go, I scroll by. I won't even read it now because I get so tired of, of seeing it, but. I don't. I don't yeah. really. I don't really feel proper that uh, I'm supposed to dictate the way somebody puts their work out. You know, I, I don't want to yeah. do that. So, you know, but I, I warn people. It, it it hurts you on on sending stuff out there, and it, and it really mm -hmm. becomes like the literary equivalent of graffiti. I mean, people might think it's fascinating, but in the end, they're not exactly putting it in a damn museum either. Yeah. Yeah. I agree on that. It, it's, uh, I, I just think it's a bad habit now and a lot of people do it. But then again, I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody. I mean, everybody has to do business to themselves, you know, but as far as I care, it's just not, it's just not, it's not a good rule of thumb. I mean, I, I always, 
you know, if you're going to put work out and you're going to have it on websites and everything, I mean, yeah, no. When I asked it previously on public, I, that's what I want. I don't want, you know, I don't want to find it anywhere else. But it just seems to be, uh, it's going to become harder and harder to get that because it seems like more and more people are doing this. So, <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a definitely one, uh, I think, downside to uh, social media. Is that more and more people are now doing using them? I, I hope I don't have to revise it one day. I hope it's not getting to the point where the you know my my little writing groups over there start getting completely flooded with that stuff because then maybe I might have to make a different decision. I, I don't want every single posting out there to be somebody else's poem either. You know, I let yeah. I let I let a few in. So far, I've had had to do anything to regulate it, and you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll I'll keep my mind open if I have to. I hope not. I really don't like to do that, even if I don't like what they're doing. But uh, I can't have it yeah. overrun either. I've had a few people mm-hmm. that literally all, all they do is post a thousand things of their uh, of their writing links. I'm like, dude, you know, that there's there's twenty <laughs> twenty nine days in this month here, and and you got like fifty postings already. You know, what I mean, I might, yeah. just, I might as well just change the writing group to your name. So I've had to, I've had to control some of that. Sometimes I don't know what it is. It's like if you don't put a rule in there, people just figure they can just do whatever they want. Even though you you would think that they would like try to understand some some modesty or some common sense or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's, it is it is a shame that you have to uh, do these things sometimes. I, I don't know why. I, I mean, I, I, I got to put signs outside. Don't take a piss on the street in the daytime. I mean, it, it should be apparent not to do that. You know, don't don't power poop in the park at two o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I think common sense is not so common anymore. Yeah, it I must not that. be because I've had to, that. I've had to do. I've had to rein some people in and tell them, listen. Then they get mad and yeah. they leave. All right, well then leave. Then I don't have to tell you. You know what I mean? But I don't think it's a a cruel thing to say to you that, uh, you know, um, putting fifty, sixty postings of every single thing you've ever done in the history of mankind on this writing group is helpful. <laughs> even even people reading it, they're going to get tired of that after a while. You know, the whole point is to have a little nice mixture of everything, not not for somebody just to dominate the whole yeah. the whole literary conversation. Yeah, well, you know, another. The side to that, and and definitely too, you see that a lot on Facebook. If you if you run any kind of groups, I don't really, you know, I mean, I have the the pages for the mags, but I don't really run any any groups really. So that that's a that's another thing that obviously if you're going to do that, that's going to be if you're going to be administrator to one of those, you're going to have you're going to have problems too, you know. I mean, because sometimes people are very pushy, and it. You know, it's unfortunate people are, are like that, but nowadays it, nothing surprises me. I'll put it that, I'll put it that way. But yeah, no, it's it, it's just common sense and to me basic manners to understand that one person can't dominate everything. It'd be like if you had a mag and you only run yourself, it would kind of you know, it's not really a, a journal magazine, but you never know. Well, on to, on to the next thing here, Facebook, which is obviously the biggest and uh, the the best and the baddest all at the same time. I mean, pretty much. It's a big big part of, uh, of people's um, connection out there to, to writing. Oftentimes, they can, they can uh, join different groups. Um, they can uh, put their own stuff out there. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes advertise their stuff, um, you know, like the links of what, what they've gotten written lately and published, or maybe one of their books or something. Uh, some people use it now for um, for these uh, these uh, functions. Hey, I got a, a signing coming over here, so you know, check this out. Here's the address and phone number, whatever. You know, hit if you're gonna go. Hit if you're interested. You know, a lot of theater listings now use it for the same thing to check out a, you know, a play that's coming out. So it has a lot of positive to it, you know, and of course, as you can imagine, it has a lot of negative to it because I've had people that I've literally published and then they're out there talking about the, the worst things of their private life. And then after that, they'll, they'll bashing books or they're bashing writing or, or they're just going off on some incredible tangent. And I'm like, dude, you just got your stuff published and then the next day you're talking about all this. Who the hell is going to be interested in that then? You, you can't yeah. put down the same the same medium that published you. you. You can't go around talking crazy stuff about, you know, your 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 private life, and and someone's gonna is gonna supposed to be reading your work. You, you don't think that's gonna turn somebody off? You don't think that's gonna make them question you? You know, so people they have to exercise a little bit, if not just common sense, which apparently there's some problems out there with, but just just some business, just some business aspects of it all. You know. You're not going to sell something if you're talking crazy. It's just that simple. Yeah, Facebook is, to me, it's like, uh, well, uh, with my page, I, I treat it more like a marketing tool. I don't really treat it like a uh, personal thing. It's really not. And also, it is kind of bad. that I mean, I always try to, even though I, I use humor, I always try to conduct myself professional. And it, that's the thing, is that... <laughs> You know, people have a page, and they if it's if it's not private, almost anybody can read it. And then you go on there, and they you never know they might go on some tirade about things, and it's just yeah, it, it's that's the bad thing is it gives you it it's good and bad because it gives you a place to voice your opinion. It's your page; you should say what you believe in and whatever. But sometimes I would say use a little bit of restraint. I sometimes some of the people that we've we've dealt with but I mean and I know I've dealt with it just uh sometimes you look and you think you know I, I don't know like if I can bite my tongue after a, a, a long day of uh editing then I I don't know why other people can't but yeah if that's that's another down that's a definite downside to to Facebook yeah, I've literally had to put in like a like a like a social media policy if I have anybody on my uh my small press. I mean, literally, because I'm like, I literally have to say things you think I wouldn't have to say, but I literally have to remind people now, yeah. whether you like this or not, because I really don't care <laughs> if you're going to accept the, you know, the book from us, uh, you now represent us, which means that when you start going on tirades about, you know, um, all these political things that you should be going to another group to talk about, not in a literary yeah. group. You're gonna you're gonna attract bad attention, you know. And of course, it's incredibly dumb that if you're getting published something in the ebook and you're over there criticizing the, the form of ebooks, or calling <laughs> people or calling people dumb because they don't buy ebooks versus print books, how the hell are you gonna get anybody on your side? This is not intelligent. So you literally have to spell it out for people: don't do this. This is completely anti to what we're trying to get done here. I'm not doing all this work for you just so you can you can ruin it and in two days with stupid talk because that's what it'll do yeah 
Yeah, that that's the thing that uh, of course I guess uh, it is. Well, it's a little bit different for us, definitely, because when you, when you're when you're publishing people and when you're running in any form of press, any no matter what format of book you're putting out there, it, you do they are a reflection of you, and that's the part that people don't get is that you invest time in these people, and then. Then for them to go off the deep end sometimes, and you know, life there's a lot of pressure. So I understand that sometimes we all have our moments. Um, I just kind of disengage. I think that's another thing that with with uh, social media, I think people also need to learn not to be so. You know, it, it's good to be invested in it, yes, and it's good to market your stuff, but also know when to detach and not just go, you know like loopy on there and just kind of, you know, I have bad days, but I don't reach for Facebook. I don't think, well, you know what, <laughs> you know what today, well, I'm just going to go on a tirade about everything because it, it's not, it doesn't look good. And it's just, yeah. It's, yeah. You know, I, I've gotten writers that have done a lot of wonderful things with it, make different connections mm-hmm. and, you know, even try to take a news story now and then that might have a relevance to what they were trying to do with their writing or, or even the, you know, the theme of the book. Those are smart things. Those are great things. That's the way to go about things. But, you know, I've had somebody that literally I nominated for a major award, published a book, and then they're out there like two weeks later. I'm giving up on writing because I just don't like to to be rejected. Folks, (laughs) first of all, not only is that fly in the face of everything we're trying to do here, you have to understand something, okay? It might not seem to you when you publish something stupid, okay? I mean, because that's all I can call it, the straight stupid on Facebook, mm. and maybe you don't get a lot of uh, replies back from it. That doesn't mean that no one read it and took it in. It just means they didn't want to reply back to you. <laughs> it it carries, I'm telling you, it does. It carries a long way. I've heard plenty of people say things uh, that they didn't want to talk to the writer about or, or whoever said something dumb, but they'll get, it'll come back to me and they'll say, hey, what do you think about it? So obviously they read it. People read stuff. You put stuff on there, they do read it. Okay? Doesn't mean oh, they don't, yeah. Just because they don't respond doesn't mean they're not taking it in. And every time they read that and they don't want to respond back to you, that's just another person that's not buying your book. And remember, that's not just one sale you're losing. You're probably losing more than that because when people like what you're doing, they share it with others. And then suddenly more things happen for you. So when somebody's against you, that means they're not going to share anything. In fact, if they do share something, it's like, yeah, that guy's a wacko. Um, don't do anything with him. So now you, you, you've gotten the word of mouth against you instead of for you. Just from a dumb comment. I'm yeah. not going to tell people how to feel and how to think. That's not my job. That's not what we do in a yeah. free society. All I would do is give you advice. If that's how you feel that day or that week or that month, keep that crap to yourself, okay? It doesn't go on social media. <laughs> yeah, that's the bad thing. Is that and another thing? It's it's just so easy. It, it's so easy to spread something bad or negative. You know, it's, it's, it's just as easy to put out the word about a good book, but then if you get a real bad reputation or, you know, some crazy stuff you may post, it can be shared, and it can be shared to multiple people very, very quickly, and it, it's going to get around, and it catches like wildfire, and it does have repercussions. You have to think about what you're saying and what you're doing. You know, you have to think about how you... You speak to people, you know. I mean, all of us have our, our moments. I know sometimes I would, everybody wants to, you know, go off. We all get fed up, but yeah, definitely probably don't reach for Facebook. I think that's the number one 
one thing that people, and I know a lot of people want to want to vent, and that's, you know, like I said, we can't, obviously we're not going to tell people what to do, but yeah, it does look bad sometimes when people just go off the rails like that and, and get, you know, I mean, because we all have those bad days and we all get rejections and we all, you know, it's just, it just, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just bad. It's just, I mean, if you look at this, and a lot of writers don't because they want to be so artistic that their heads are in, you know, on Pluto or something. And I understand that sometimes, but, you know, sometimes you have to let reality in, okay? And here's one of the things that you have to let in. It's bad business to put down stuff you're trying to do. It makes no sense, okay? I mean, it really it really doesn't. It, it's like you're trying to get the water out of your boat on one mm-hmm. hand, and the other hand, you got a, you got a hose pouring in water in your boat. I mean, it's just you're never going to get anything done that way. Okay, and eventually you're going to get exhausted and it's going to sink because you're going to harm it. There are plenty of things out there in the world, okay, that's going to frustrate you, that's going to be against you, that might not even like your writing. Why help those people to hurt you? So that's what I don't understand. And I literally had to put this in my own little guidelines when I have people. And I've gotten less and less of people publishing these days just because I just don't have the energy or, or, quite frankly, the patience for, for this complete idiocy um, mm-hmm. to, to, to literally have to say. I have to literally say the basics, you know? Um, no, you're not going to Hollywood. Uh, no, you're not making a million dollars. But if you do want to have some sales and a few bucks in your pocket, uh, you have to market. you got to be out there and remind people about the book. You can't talk crazy stuff, yep. okay? You can't talk about, this is my book about flowers, but by the way, I'm having lots of problems with my colon this week. I mean, this is not going to help you, all right? Uh, you, you can't can't uh, uh, explain the wonderful things and benefits of an e-book and then on the other end, batch print books or even batch e-books, which is literally what I've seen already. It makes no sense. Yeah. It's they're, they're not in competition. Sometimes people literally get both of them because e-books can sometimes yeah. contain more stuff, more pictures, more more material than a, than a print book can because of uh, cost reasons. You can get a lot more in it. Yeah. So, yep. you're not helping the format. You're not helping yourself by doing any of that stuff. It's just it's simply contrary to that. So, I mean, it's hard to find. Uh, see, I don't think it's hard to find good writers. It really isn't. There's a lot of good writers out there, a lot of good writing. If you have to yeah. wonder why a lot of good writers are not being published, well, those are some of the reasons. Uh, common sense, uh, marketing, um, this being com- complete idiots those would be good reasons why they're not getting their stuff out there because for some reason they don't play well with others or they don't have any personal damn skills or they just don't even have any marketing skills and more importantly they don't wish to do any of that so social media can't even help people like that okay because remember one of the good things about social media is it sort of helps magnify who you are, good and bad. So if you got something cool to say, it's going to help you get that out there. You know, if you're a moron, well, guess what? After today, you'll be an extra moron because it's not going to help you. It's going to make you look even more moronic than you, you did before. Yeah. It, it's a it's a fantastic platform if you want to market and if, if, you, if you, you know, you have a little bit of skill at marketing, then, then places like Facebook and, and, and multiple platforms are great. But yeah, it, it can be it can be a good and bad thing. But I, I largely, 
I mean, I think for anybody who does know how to market, Facebook is a, just speaking about Facebook in general, is, is a great platform for that. It is. It's, it's not hard to do, and you can get a lot yeah. out of it. You don't have to be, you know, hanging on Wall Street or Main Street mm-hmm. to, to do any of this. It's it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. You can experiment with it, and eventually you, you get good at it. I've seen plenty of people that, that have done so, and there's nothing wrong with, with doing it. You should do it. In fact, mm-hmm. if you feel you're somebody that doesn't want to separate your personal um, footprint on social media versus your professional or, you know, reading or writing element and art to it all. You don't have to. You just have to be careful about what you're saying and doing. That's all. I've known people plenty that all they do is personal stuff on social media and then they intertwine and interweave the whole book Mm -hmm. stuff that's going on. Hey, folks, yeah. remember we were talking about cats last week? Uh, well, this is Jimbo over here, and I got a book out, man. It's about cats that uh, that might be influenced by aliens, and their cats are literally like little receivers. Uh, listen, so aliens can hear what we're all about and learn if they can invade the planet or not. I mean, and, and people are like, oh, yeah, that could be interesting. And, and that's what you do. Right? You, don't, you don't have to do anything more than hit somebody over the head or act like a weirdo or talk crazy stuff. Just like, hey. This is Jimbo, and I got this out going on here. They don't, and that's it. That's sometimes all your marketing has to be is is a little bit of <laughs> of communicating with some people that are on a, on a friends list. You know, mm-hmm. go check it out, please. That, that's it. That's, it. It doesn't have to be any more clever or any more brilliant than that. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. And people do it all the time. So yeah. that's, that's Facebook. There, there's some other stuff over here. I know you don't use this one, but for a number of years. Um, mm-hmm. I decided to create a LinkedIn account for myself, and all it has is the history of, of my writing, the various mm-hmm. magazines I edited and didn't edit anymore, the years for it, what I'm currently doing, some of the big projects that came out, some of the, the shows that are out, that sort of thing. This way, mm-hmm. people on that can check it out on a literary sense. Uh, I put in links uh, a couple times a week, just on the different shows, and like to get people from international uh, zones to check the show out. You know, never know. Uh, they might not become followers or not, but I definitely know that they listen to the show because I can tell the countries that come on board. So it's not too difficult to uh, to get that. Last week I had Iran for the first time. Um, right. I didn't even know they allowed them to listen to anything because China has real problems with anything that says anything, God forbid, common sense ago or free sense. They're like, we got to ban this. So you don't exactly have a lot of Chinese people listening. That's unfortunate. But um, I got a, I got a listen from Iran. I think it was one of those um, college students or professors or one of the ones that was. So you get a lot of those kind of people on LinkedIn, by the way. Yeah. And, and so I sent the link out, and I, I guess they checked it out because it definitely came up. So. That's a good. That's a good source. I've actually sold some books, uh, eBooks, by by putting links to uh, to my book. It's just that with LinkedIn, it's even more brief than social media in terms of Facebook. Okay, you can put something on Facebook. The person might actually look around there for a moment or two. I mean, and, and stay a moment. And something on LinkedIn. I mean, they're looking quickly on a a, a feeding news page that literally flies by like 20 times faster than anything Facebook would ever do. So if you don't have your book cover and an interesting little headline about it and a direct link to where they could buy the book, 
you're, you're never going to get any real attention. That's what you have to do. It has to be just point blank, boom. But I've sold some books that way. So that that, that definitely helps. And then, because yep. I got a tracker too, so when you buy a book or, or even if you check out one of the book links of, of my, of anyone that I've, I've published, I can tell where it came from. So I'll know if it came from LinkedIn, I'll know where else it came from. It helps me kind of give me an idea what, what's working better that time or that period or that type of book or whatever. So that, that's really, it's really helpful. So it's a, it's a useful tool, but as you can see, it's, it's quite narrow. It's not something that, um, Hey Jan, I just knitted this cool alligator friggin' cover that we could put on the toilet paper, you know, while we're sitting there. You know, it, it's not like that. All right, it, yeah. it, it, it tend to be very tactical or, or very professional, very, very brief and, yeah. and, and and very to the point, and then they move on. It, there's there's not a whole lot of fun social stuff on it. No. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, it's useful. Yeah. Everyone use it, and and I've used it to a certain extent. I don't, I don't, maybe it's not possible to get everything one out of all these things, but I, I don't get everything I want out of it, but I still found it useful yeah. enough that I won't get rid of it. You know, yeah. I've had like Tumblr and I, I found it useless and I read it. I found that was stupid too. So, I mean, there's a few out there I, I just don't really care about. This is, it's either has too youth of a skew to it, or I, I just can't figure out how to use it successfully. And I don't have a million days over here. To figure out one thing, you know, when other stuff is working, yeah. you know, uh, Twitter, it, it, as you know, is, is pretty short and that feed can go pretty quickly mm -hmm. too, but you know, it's links can carry a long way when you put them onto something else, you know, especially yeah. since they can go and they can look back on your, on your main, on your main page there, your main landing point where you could put a bunch of, <clears throat> excuse me, a bunch of uh, stuff that you've done. Uh, your press or your magazine or, or past things, you could do that as well. They might want to just mm -hmm. follow you and then, you know, check out stuff from now on because that's pretty, pretty popular yeah. thing to do. We've sold some books on Twitter before, so it's worked. I got some people that come on the show or check out the show because of it, so it does work. You know, but mm -hmm. it, to me, it's a lot like LinkedIn in the sense that it could be very iffy. Only thing about Twitter, though, which is pretty much the direct opposite of, of LinkedIn, is LinkedIn is serious. I mean, you're not going to see anybody with a penis pic on, on LinkedIn, okay? No one's going to be flashing their boobs on LinkedIn. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. It's just older, uh, like well, older professional yeah. crowd, okay? It's just, they don't do that stuff. But on Twitter, that could happen. I mean, one moment you could be reading about, you know, ancient Greece, and the next moment someone's, you know, throwing a penis at you. So it can happen. So uh, uh, unfortunately, yeah, it can be a little wild. <laughs> yeah, Twitter is. I have Twitter. I don't really. I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to knock it or anything. And I and I use it. Cause it, it you know, it gets some. You know, I'm just not big on on there. Literally, I don't. You know, I don't have a huge presence there or anything. But you know, it is for some people. They have lots of followers and everything else. So I can understand any place that you can really that helps you get your 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 name, your brand, whatever you want to call it out there is a good thing really if it if it if it benefits you you should you know yeah if it, it has some benefit you know go do it i mean yeah. if you got to wear glasses so you don't get too many penises in your eyes now and then that's fine just do it okay but i i, I found it useful enough that you know i'll have to like you know tolerate yeah. some of the stupid nonsense i'll just block those weirdos and you know it, it's like they come back and, and get you or something but it does happen you know what are you gonna do 
It, that it does. <laughs> yeah, I know. But yeah, no, I, Twitter is okay. Yeah, Twitter is, I can understand why people use it. Like I said, I've had it for a while. I just don't, uh, it's, uh, and, and I've, I've, of course, advertised the books there, and, uh, you know, it's easy enough to use, so it's definitely something that people should probably check out if they don't have it. I think probably most people do. Yeah, and, um, and like I said, it has, it has, its, it has its uses, so um, I'm not completely uh, abandoning it. I still use it on a regular basis, and, uh, yeah. you know, you just edit everything else you're doing. That's all you can really do on that. Now, um, yeah. Messenger, which is not really a, a, a social uh, uh, media platform in terms of, uh, you know, putting things onto it like Facebook or LinkedIn. It's not like you're going to have your resume or something like that. It's a very individualistic thing because it just goes to that one individual that you might be uh, messaging. I find it enormously useful. So it's a gigantic part of what I do because I email, yeah. which I still use, email can be very slow in terms of an instantaneous connection. You know, if I need an answer soon, I, I email, I, it could be three days for someone looks at it again, you know? Yeah, it happens. People will send. They'll. I don't know if it's like email Monday or something, but on Monday they'll send a bunch of stuff out, and then they don't look at their email till like Friday or something. <laughs> it's like they put yeah. it away. I don't know. Which means if I need to answer about the about the magazine or, or about the show or something, so I, yeah. I try to encourage people to also use Messenger. I don't like to take stuff from it. Like I don't want no one sending me a poem from there. Unless they just don't have a laptop. I've had a few international writers that said, listen, Mark, my damn phone is my laptop. This is all I use, a smartphone. <laughs> I don't even have Wi-Fi in my house because I live in a village with four cows and some sour milk. So I got to go to the cafe, the internet cafe in town, which is like once a week, blah, blah. And then so I've had a few people that had to do that, and I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it, and I try to handle it the best I can. It's a little extra work, but fine. Most people have a laptop, though. So Messenger is gigantic help because this way they can um, they can get my message quickly. They can respond back. We can get stuff done. I do a lot of uh, arrangements for the show on interviews and stuff like that, a, a great deal. Uh, oftentimes, if I have to pre-interview somebody, you know, it's a good way to talk to somebody, even if it's internationally, because it's a free phone call. It's not charging anybody anything, you know, other than the power. You know, as long as they have it plugged in, they can have a bit of a conversation. And um, I really like it. I, I've had a few people shy from it because, you know, they they don't want to get a penis pick or something crazy because it happens on that thing. But 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 for the most part, it, it's actually a, a very helpful because you can really sort of pinpoint what you want to do with that on, on that thing and, and get across your, your message. You can even send mm -hmm. a picture about, about something that you, you know, like here's the location of something and then you can like hit the button and it'll go over to that. Um, like that map reader from Google or, or, or maybe one of those those GPS location things, so you can use it that way. So it's actually pretty helpful. You know, in that sense, too, if you're trying to find somebody, a messenger can be very helpful because you could be telling somebody, you know, I got a reading going on and here's this location, and then they could hit it, and then they could, they could literally travel over there, maybe by foot or by car yeah. or whatever. So it, it it has a real broad uh, real broad sense to uh, what it can what it can do, and I'm telling you, I probably use it the most of any of the. So I even use it more than Facebook, because I send a lot yeah. of links out from the show too. If I know some people, or I met some new people, I'll send some links out about hey, check this show out, go go look at this, and they can just hit that button right there, and it goes right to them. 
because you know everybody has smartphones now. Yeah, it's good. I I know a lot of editors um, who do prefer using Messenger to and and to notify people when their work is up and everything. I'm more of the. uh, I guess I'm worse. The I'm I'm more of the email guy, but like you said, a lot of times they can go to spam. And when you're waiting, but when you want to direct, really to get directly to the writer, it is one of the better uh, formats to use, actually. Um, and uh, most of the time, people contact me through <laughs> there, so it is a uh, it is a good format and a good form to use. Um, and of course, you can have you. No matter what you're doing, if you're you're working on a mag, print mags, whatever, it's you can uh, group messages and all that. So it is it is a very good uh, tool to use. Yeah, I, I I use the group thing on on my. Uh, I have a special Air Force uh, page, so I, I use it there for the, the, the communicate with my moderators and some of the members and stuff like that. That's helpful, and then I got one for my publishing press on on. You know, to mm-hmm. let people know what's going on that uh, that already published there. So it's, it's good for that. So you don't have to individually, you know, go crazy and individually get a hold of everybody. So it, it, it's it's an extremely good tool, and uh, I find it very effective. And you know, I don't really have too many um, downsides with it because I don't ever restrict people. I mean, if people want to uh, send a message, there, no one says I have to respond by then. If I'm doing other stuff or I can't bet to back to you the next day. That's fine. That's it's not going to be the end of the world. But you know, yeah. I usually respond within the same day, generally. But you know, you don't have to. And uh, so I, I, I like it. Um, not everybody uses it though, unfortunately. And that that could be a sometimes that could be a hindrance to me because then you know I'm waiting a longer time to get something done with with somebody. But yeah, most people do though, and I'm happy about that. Yeah, it, it, it is a good way to communicate with people. So definitely no complaints there. It, it, it uh, It's a good thing to have and a good thing to use, and most people do use it. So it's, it is a convenience. That's now, we can, we can also talk about two other things that not normally considered social media, but they've become. And, of course, uh, one mm-hmm. would be email because it really has transformed the great things that we do. And then also submittable. We can talk a little bit about those two things as well. Okay, email, of course, is, to me, it's really transformed a lot of things I have to do because, unfortunately, I'm old enough to remember when I had to put everything in the mail and how much of a pain in the neck that was because you have to even put an envelope with stamps to, to return yep. stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, great, I got to return. I got to pay for my returns. Can you just shred the mm-hmm. stuff already if you don't want it? But that's not how they used to do things. So it was a... Pain in the neck, and uh, you could either blow out your your your, your printing ribbon cartridge uh, on, on on lots of copies, or you could just do what I did, which simply photocopy a couple things, you know, five yeah. or six times, and then you know just take from the pile and you know send out various places. And that's why I used to do that for years. And what a, what a pain in the neck that was. You know, mm-hmm. every time you get something in the mail, I mean. Sh- you know, statistically, is yeah. probably telling you to drop dead, but you still have to make you know, open it up and and be told yeah. that. So, I don't know what I don't I don't know if rejection is any softer through the email than it is through the regular mail. You know, I really <laughs> don't know, but I, I swear to God, you know, it seemed it seemed, it seemed harsher then. <laughs> I've actually sent them out in the in the mail as well with the sales address stamped envelope, and it, it was yeah. I I think though it was because. 
because there wasn't so much accessibility, I, people did seem a bit, a tad more, at least when I was doing that, more brutal than, <laughs> than they are now because people can directly contact you. So maybe that's in, in a way that's a good thing because I know when I was when I did it, it was and it was only for a short while. It wasn't because eventually you know email did come out and everything. So but this was before it was around, but a lot of places weren't doing electronic submissions. Now it's you know it's the thing right now. Yeah, now it's yeah. probably like ninety nine percent. And in fact, and yeah. I'm not I'm not mocking anybody, but the few magazines and a few theaters I know. That strictly only want to take what they call snail mail or you know regular mail. I, I ignore them. I'm like boop. Okay, have a good day. I go on to the next one. I just yeah. don't have time for that anymore. I don't even own stamps. I don't know what one time I'm going to have to go to a post office. So that means that's even that much more of a delay. And, and God forbid you're near, you're, you're near a, a deadline. You know, uh, mm-hmm. you can email something literally the same day. You don't have to worry about it. But you yeah. really can't mail something the same day. You try to go <laughs> that afternoon before the mail went out, you, you, it probably won't mm-hmm. even be postmarked. So it's just, mm-hmm. I got to go rushing around through the traffic and everything else to mail something. No, those days are gone. So I just, I did just ignore those. So that's a few markets I lost. Oh, well, it's not that many. And, you know, I, I tell them, join the 21st century when you get a chance, please. Okay. All right. That would be helpful. We don't actually hand milk cows anymore. We use a machine. All right? Come on now. <laughs> yeah, the emails are, are definitely a, a good thing. I I, I know uh, personally, and probably because I'm cheap, but um, <laughs> I prefer uh, the electronic submissions. I mean, yeah, opposed to buying a bunch of stamps and, yeah, spending all, spending all that money just to get a no. I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it's, like you said, it just seemed more brutal, I guess, than it, you know, and now it's, uh, yeah, I, I, it's way better. Uh, emails, electronic submissions to me are where it's at, and yeah, so. So that's a big, it's a big, a big change for people, and a lot of folks who don't mm-hmm. remember the mail days, be glad. Please don't take advantage of it, and you know, think it's a pain in the neck because it's it's a, an incredible advantage because especially. On the international mailings, because if you thought the regular mailings in the United States was rough, try to send stuff over to South Africa or Japan or India like I used to have to do. Because you, you can't even use U.S. stamps because you can't use U.S. stamps on the return envelope in those countries. And you're not going to have their stamps. So guess what? You have to use what they used to call the IRC. And you had to buy those at the post office, the international reply coupon. Usually costs you about like $1.50. You have to add that thing in there so they can use that coupon to buy the stamps to put on the thing to send back to you whether they accepted you or not. So you literally had to even spend more money to do that. <laughs> and not to mention the extra money just for the send of the airmail. So it was just a, a gigantic pain in the ass. Yeah. I mean, you would think about it. The average, I know for me, the average uh, cost to, to send up just a few poems someplace was like $3 when you, when you added everything together. So, I mean, yeah. you, you did that a couple of times. You already spent $10. I mean, it's like, what? Yeah. So yeah. It, it was, it was, it was rough. And now email will, will go anywhere, any place. And mm-hmm. there's no big deal to it. So it, it's, it's a, a beautiful thing. And I really think it helped transform writing in, in, in many, many positive aspects. All right. The next thing is submittable. Okay. I know a great deal about submittable. I'm, I'm a subscriber to it. But not, not in the magazine because I refuse to pay for it, okay? Yeah. Now, what Submittable does is it, it's sort of like 
like an instant warehouse where anybody who subscribed to it, magazines, will actually give you a certain area where you can send them uh, so many poems or nonfiction plays, sometimes even many movies you did. The, the amount of stuff that you can do on the categories is pretty is pretty impressive, depending on what you're interested in. Okay. The magazines that are subscribed to them, which use this, they believe that this helps them organize and manage things better. They have to pay to use that service. So some of them, but not all of them, but some of them, they'll literally charge you $3 for one submission. And, of course, everybody knows my policy. I'm against that nonsense. Now, if you use Submittable at all and you already have a, you know, your own free account, you can put in your own a cover letter built into it with some of your credits and this time and then you just hit a hit a button and it takes it from your computer the writing you want and you can send it off and you can track it you can see when they've looked at it and all that it's 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 interesting and it's, and it's useful um they have an area when you get in there at the top right excuse me on the top left called discover so once you hit that it's going to tell you all the things that are coming up in the next couple of months that have you know submissions uh, calls, and then you can program submittable. I just want poetry and fiction, and I want all the magazines that are free. You can hit that, and that's exactly what you're going to get. And you never have to worry about pay. If you do, and you don't mind putting money out, well, then you can just hit the regular button, and you can get everything free and mixed all together in there. It's a useful tool. Um, it's one that I use uh, amongst regular email as well, so it, it's definitely part of what I am. I just make sure that I don't, um, I don't pay for anything because I'm just, I'm just not going to do that at all, you know. And uh, since you can program it that way, that's that's a great thing, you know. They even send you an email every week telling you some of the newest things that are coming up, and some of those will have pay on them, and some of them, some of them won't. You know, so it's it's definitely it's definitely helpful. Um, I've gotten a number of things published this year already through Submittable, so it's not like a you know it's it, it's a useless tool. It's 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 very good. You just have to you just have to use it wisely. I, I think in many ways, once you're used to it and you already have it programmed for you, you know it's very fast because you could literally go through a couple of magazines in a second or two, you know, and, and see if there's something you want to check out on them, and then hit a button, hit two buttons, and boof, it shoots it out for yeah. you. You even get a receipt telling you automatically that yeah that we received it. So mm -hmm. it has a lot of it has a lot of useful qualities to it. Some people don't like it because they just find it's a pain in the neck. And you know there 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 are some magazines that still use it that are a pain in the neck. They got too many different things mm -hmm. they want you to do. No, I don't want you to. I want you to use this font. Uh, use the Scooby Doo font with the dinosaur spacing, and mm -hmm. and then use um, this incredible. Um, uh, PDF versus uh, RTF or some only one RTF and I'm like oh my god when it gets like that then I just like I yeah. hit another magazine because you got to be kidding me I can't save everything that I write in, in, in 5,000 formats okay there's got to be a point where you know you, you chose a couple or you put them all out there and you don't care which one you get I don't know but some of them are more particular than others and you'll have to just choose wisely you're going to get that with those with those kind of submittable magazines. I don't think that they're any more um, artistic or any more uh, finer quality than anything else that's out there that just uses email or even snail mail, you know. But this is how they feel that they can uh, 
they can organize and manage themselves better. I, I do have one yeah. side note, and that side note is simply this, okay? I, I didn't find, and I still haven't found, that magazines that use submittable are accepting more work than less. Because you would think that if somehow this service for them has organized things better and managed things better for them, that maybe they can accept more stuff. I found them to be just as, you know, uh, modest and, 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 and crappy and, and, and how they do things than not. If this is a time saver for them, where the hell is all this time going? Because it isn't going on accepting more writers. And God knows it's not going on, on giving you a, any kind of reply, good or bad or indifferent. They're still not doing anything. The sense sending a stupid form letter, just true submittable. So some things haven't <laughs> changed with it. So don't get too impressed with it. But, uh, you know, it, uh -huh. has it, it has its uses. Have you done anything with it? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, obviously I don't use it for my mag, but, um, yeah, I've used, uh, submittable is good to find, uh, markets. Uh, I, I like that. I like that you can go ahead and you can strictly get places that are, don't have any fees and look them up. And, and so, yeah, I've actually had some luck with, uh, submittable. I've been published a couple places. Um, uh, Mojave, uh, River Review, um, or, uh, yeah, and um, Blognostics, another place. Um, you know, so uh, Submittable has, uh, I've had some luck with it, and uh, is a good, once again, another another tool for if you want to find different places. And, um, you know, that's, uh, it, it's a good thing to have. I mean, all these things, all these platforms are good uh, at large, I think. You know, everything has its setbacks, but with Submittable, I don't use it for my mags, but I do use it, obviously, just to look up different markets. I'm always looking for new places, which is always fun to, for me, that's what I enjoy, is, like, finding new places to get get my work where maybe somebody who doesn't know about it may, you know, get to read it. And that that's, you know, so Submittable is definitely a good thing in my book. Yeah, I like it. So I... I, I... Believe it or not, as much as I have a couple knocks on it here and there, and I'm, I'm, I really wish they wouldn't have so much, uh, so many magazines out there with fees and everything, because it's just so objectionable. You know, I got three poems I want to put out for people to see, and I got to pay somebody nine dollars just to look at them, and I don't even know if they're looking at them. Again, that's just, this is really what my my suspicion is. It's like, really, how do I even know you're reading these things? I mean, come on. But I'm paying you now for it too. I mean, it's one thing when you're sending out something for free. I don't know if they're reading it yeah. or not. At least you don't have any loss for that. But I'm telling you, when you're paying somebody, it's just, it's a cruel joke. And, and to me, yeah. it's, it's just an insult to the literary community. So I'm against that. But other than that, you can use it. And that's why I like about Submittable, because you can use it for free. And you can still use it to your advantage as a writer. So mm -hmm. that you can. Yeah. If it ever got to the point where they charge for subscriptions, psh, trust me, I'd be the first one to say, bloop. Delete, <laughs> and that'll be the end of it. I'm telling you, I don't even waste my time. Yeah, I don't even care if they told me, Mark, if you give us 89 cents a year, you're okay to use this. I'll be like, Dump, nope. I'll, I'll waste my uh, money on the M&Ms before I do that, okay? At least I'm getting something for my 89 cents. So, yeah, no, I, yeah. Other than that, it, it's 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 still a very useful tool, and I think you should you know keep an ad with it. Just understands the, the downfalls and you know the upsides to it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things. Like I said, it's it's to me a good thing to uh, look up markets and everything. And 
Yeah, I I don't I'm not for you know uh, paying for publication or, or places that have uh not I mean fees. So yeah, but yeah, um, it's a good overall. I think submittable is a real good thing. All right, cool. Now, uh, one of the last is Instagram. And I, mm. I, I, it, I have a head-scratching thing on it because I've seen more whacked-out things on Instagram than I've ever seen on any other social media. I mean, I've literally seen people that they don't even have <laughs> word one. It's like, this is what it looked like in the morning, which is really not mm-hmm. an Instagram I ever want to see from anybody, okay? Supermodels look like they fell down the stairs. So what do we think regular people are going to look like? Come on now. All right? Or um, check me out. I'm brushing my teeth. Don't really care. Don't really want to see it. Uh, or um, my favorite one. Uh, dude, I'm rolling in my new car. I mean, really? I need to see this? Yeah, a lot of writers use it, though. That That is the funny thing, is that more, more writers use Instagram. A lot of writers use it. I know one lady that um, she sells books on it. You know, and mm-hmm. it does a good job on it. I mean, she's photogenic, so that helps. <laughs> that really helps on most mm-hmm. of the stuff, because I find that... Yeah. The funny thing is Facebook yeah. says face in the front of it on its title, but you don't really see lots of people's faces on it, to be honest with you. You don't really see that many people's faces on it. It's mm-hmm. more of a picture of the park or the kids or a dog or, you know, cover some yeah, art or something like that. But yeah. Instagram, you actually see people's faces, which most of the times I don't really want to see. I'm surprised they didn't <laughs> call it Facegram or something, you know? But, um... yeah. It's definitely... Uh, it's more photo-oriented. It's definitely more photo-oriented. I know some writers that put some books, pins, some book covers on there. I put some book covers on mm-hmm. there for my press. Even some of the, yeah. the symbols for the press itself, you know, along mm-hmm. with the link. I can't honestly tell you if I've ever had a sale from Instagram. I know those people, they, they swear by it. I can't track anything mm-hmm. from that, so I just don't know. It could have happened. You know, I try to have a little presence on there, a little here and there and stuff, but... I don't really have mm-hmm. an understanding to it all. You know, it's like that Snapchat crap that, that that's another social media thing that only the young people do. Because yeah. now they're saying Facebook is for old people. See, thanks a lot. <laughs> Facebook is not even well, that old. How the hell could it be for old people? It's not even that old. Yeah, that's that's what they do claim. I mean, Instagram, I have it for um, under the bleachers, aka UTB, but um, it, you won't see pictures of me on there. It's not, you know, it's more for the the memes we do or it i just figured if it's if if it's once again because of marketing if it's anything i can use that will push it out there push the mag out there more push our books up then then yeah i'll uh i'll, I'll use it but <laughs> am i a big fan of instagram um not personally no yeah, I uh, I, i'm not it's okay it's great and if people can if you can have an avenue that that's the thing no matter what avenue you're using, if you can push your product, push your work out there, then that's great, you know, and some people do. Some people, I mean, I have known of people who are on writing sites that maybe they don't have a lot of publications, yet they can, you know, somehow move their, their book. And, and anything you can use that works for you, then that's what matters, you know. But yeah, Instagram... No, I'm not the kind of person that would have my own personal one. Who, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like no, <laughs> I don't even. And, I don't. And that's really that's really the gist of it on, on on Instagram, folks. Is that we're not we're not knocking it. 
right? Real, really not because it, it must have a usage. We don't really, really find the best one for ourselves in this. And if you're, if you're saying privately, and you can say it publicly too because it won't hurt my feelings. Mark's just saying this because he's not really terribly photogenic. That happens to be true. So cool. I, I don't want to use something that's going to make me look like a weirdo. I got that. No problem. Why would I? You gotta, if you're still trying to think in the business sense, I don't want to do that. No, I don't want all my gray hair flying out here talking about this and that. I don't need that stuff. And how the hell am I going to compete with somebody that, you know, 19, they got muscles on their muscles. So, oh, you got you got girls over there, you know, running around half naked trying to sell a book or something. God bless them. If it works for them, why not? But it's just not a yeah. tool for us. But like anything, yeah. anything we're saying here, as we're listing along these various social medium uh, platforms, uh, it might have a, a, a thing for you that maybe it doesn't for us. So I'm not saying ignore it. I'm saying explore it. But just understand yeah. that, you know, you, you might see a bunch of, uh, of shiny cars or half-naked women or people brushing their teeth or someone rolling out of bed with pants from 1946. I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to see that or not. I, if that's what you're into, then I guess that's cool. You know, but you have to wonder, how does this sell a book? I mean, how does this get people in the literary stuff? How someone brushing yeah. themselves, giving me 47 pictures of, of Colgate, and I want them to read a poem. It, it, are they really the right audience? Is this the right platform? Those are the things that you have to ask anything that you're doing any platform but on instagram you really have to ask that because as you can tell from what we're describing over here it, mm -hmm. it only has certain like avenues to explore it's kind of limited in many ways in my in mm -hmm. my opinion i know some people that do photography that's all they use it for hey this is my notice couple cool pictures they got and that's it and hopefully mm -hmm. they'll hit a link back to their master site. Maybe they buy a book of theirs or something like that, and it works for them for that thing. So, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't have any usages, because it does, but um, I don't really see too many for myself. I'll put some book covers on. That's all I can do. I mean, occasionally I put a, um, art, art from my show on and a couple of links here and there. I can't even tell you if somebody from there even listened to the show one time. I just don't know. really can't tell, mm -hmm. you know. So you just really don't know, yeah. but it, it, it has its use. It's just, it's just mm -hmm. not really for us, me or John. I don't, I don't think it's really our, our, our cup of tea. <laughs> you no, know? no, it's not, uh, and like you said, uh, it, I'm not knocking it at all. I have it for, uh, under the bleachers mag. And that's pretty much cause we, like I said, we put a lot of, well, we create our, I, I not, we, I, I create the memes there. So yeah, those are uh, that's why I put them up. You know, give people a laugh, maybe expose the mag some more. But no, you're not going to see me. Don't have to worry about it. You'll, you will not. I I like being in the shadows for a reason, and probably after people actually seeing me, they they would understand why. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm I'm a well, yeah. We're no, not we're not the beautiful people. What what can, what can we tell you? Okay. I'm not a model. No. <laughs> so yeah, we we uh no. No, not my, it's definitely not my cup of tea, but I know plenty of writers and I've had, uh, writers ask me, Hey, should I use that? And you know, anything that's going to get your, get your work out there and you think that you can use it to your advantage, I have to take advantage of, especially because it's free. It's another thing. If it's free. What's it going to cost you? If you try it, it doesn't work, close it or just leave it there. I mean, 
you know, take advantage of every avenue you can. And that's one thing I will say when it comes to marketing. That's the that's the best thing with the social media is like all these avenues we've talked about are free to yeah, advertise. Exactly, they, they they are. Now, mm-hmm. one of the last big ones I want to talk about, and and believe it or not, it's it's making an impact in in, in the literary sense is YouTube. Now, mm-hmm. YouTube is not yeah. audio. It, it's strictly it's strictly um it, it's mm-hmm. strictly a, a show that. It's really a channel, and, and you can create your own channel as well. And yeah, it's mostly yeah. just a video. Yeah. So sometimes people mm-hmm. will actually video themselves doing something. I've, I've had some people that mm-hmm. video themselves when they're at a, a literary event, you know, reading their poems. Sometimes yeah. they'll just do it when they're at the house that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and yeah. it's funny because in, in many ways you can still do an audio thing with it because I noticed that, you know, uh, Eddie mm-hmm. Trunk, um, you know, he, he actually has uh, his uh, his show, you know, Andy Trunk has a, a metal show, and he'll mm-hmm. interview rock guys on it on the phone and then just use that recording along with just a picture of his show and then just yeah. run that on YouTube, even though you're not really mm-hmm. seeing them or even him, just a picture, you're hearing mm-hmm. the whole broadcast of the interview. Yeah. So I guess you can you could probably do that. You know, and that, and that would work. Yeah. Someone asked me if uh, I could do that, and now I'm like, I don't know if I want to explore that or not. But my son, he's been begging me for me to just do a YouTube a- episode where I just get filmed, and I just simply get filmed just doing the show by myself, you know, and, and then just yeah. r- just put, put that out there. But I, I don't know why someone wants to show me my, my old puss over here, you know, in front of a microphone talking about something that's literary. <laughs> I don't know. I think he just I, wants to have his friends look at it. So I might just do it one day just for the hell of it for him, just for the fun yeah. of it. But I, I don't really have a big aspiration for YouTube. I don't say that there's no reason for it or there's no market for it. I swear to God, if you can come up with something where you're reading something, you flash your book mm-hmm. over there, you give them the website, come on, people go check out my book. Hell, you never know. You might get some sales that way. I'm not against it. It could work. Yeah. I just, I just don't really see uh-oh. how I can do it right now. It's uh, worked for me. I mean, uh, you know, once again, I may not be uh, the most, uh, uh, <laughs> I may not be a model, but the voice sounds good. So um, if I do say so myself. And so I, I have used as I, I've put up on uh, and put the links and the videos up at uh, Facebook, used them together and done where, yeah, I'd have a cover picture of some, some image. It's obviously appealing. And, uh, and my reading my writing because obviously I don't get to a lot of reading. So, you know, I found that people for some reason want to hear me read. So, you know, and God bless them, but um, it's actually worked and that's actually helped. So, uh, with, with sales. So, um, yeah, that, that actually is a good, uh, I think a really good format. And I know I personally like, uh, YouTube. I'm, I'm a big fan of YouTube, but, uh, obviously for entertainment too, but I mean, for marketing, I think it works. I, I do, I do see that YouTube can be a very powerful, powerful, uh, marketing tool more so to me personally than Instagram. I, you know, if you're, if you're crazy about taking pictures, then yeah, Instagram's a thing for you, but, uh, no, as a marketing tool. Yeah. I think YouTube's actually a really good marketing tool and being, I use it, you know, it, it's obviously, I, you know, I've seen where it's helped me. So, and people seem to dig that kind of stuff, so yeah, it's a good thing, I think. And once again, another free uh, format that you can use. 
Yeah, so if you can argue, figure it out, get a camera, figure it out how to do it and feel comfortable doing it, and, and maybe you can get a, some kind of a, a broadcast out there about what you're doing, where you're going to be at, you know, what you're selling, here's the internet site, all that. I mean, why not? I, I More people yeah. are using it for things. Uh, I find yeah. a lot of people that are using it, although, uh, especially uh, um, for the music entertainment business and stuff, um, they're actually uh, making money from YouTube because there's so many thousand hits they get, they actually get money for it. So some of them, it's become yeah. a business as well, as, as much as yeah. it's become just a, a way to, you know, put stuff out there. Because they themselves are not, the, they're not the creators of art. They're simply just a, a host to present other other musical uh, concepts and albums and groups and people. So, but they get paid for it uh, if they do well enough. Yep. If you get a lot of subscribers, you can get, yeah, you can get uh, paid. A lot of people, a lot of people do. Um, it, it's hard, but yeah, I, I, when it comes to YouTube, like I said, I use it for, uh, you don't see me. You just see a, a cover picture and then you'll hear a audio recording, obviously, of a reading. Or, and, and we use it for, it's used for UTB for quite a few of our, uh, you know, our mischievous uh, uh, <laughs> commercials we put out and, everything so yeah it, it's it's a fun to me it's a really fun marketing tool i have a lot of fun with youtube so yeah well, once again you can't beat the price so. yeah I'm, I'm one of these days we might do something i'm just something small just for the heck of it just to say you know i, I touched the base because everything we've talked about uh i've had a little bit of, of a presence i've done something with it you know from big to small so um but i haven't done anything with uh with uh, YouTube yet. I know my son wants me to at least try that out. I, th I, th I think he just wants to be able to show his friends that, you know, I'm out there doing something. That's all. I think that's all it really is because, you know, he, he <laughs> likes to watch those YouTube videos. They have some interesting stuff, though, Beyond be honest with you. Uh, you know, you can find a lot of interesting um, interviews from, from maybe rock stars from the past, especially the ones that have died, and, and learn things more about them. Um, yeah, you if you have certain hobbies like metal detecting or scuba diving or, you know, all that sort of stuff, you got some people that, that mm -hmm. they do some interesting, instructive things on that. You're just not going to see on cable TV. You're only going to see it on on YouTube. So, you know, mm -hmm. from that standpoint, uh, why not? I mean, uh, I lo a lot of the the conventions out there, anything from books to fantasy to science fiction, mm -hmm. a lot of them have like a, a YouTube channel that talks a little bit about what they're doing or even just record some of it so if you can't make it someplace you, you might be able to check it out on there and the good thing about it it's all for free it doesn't cost you a dime to check any of this out most people have it on their on their phone let alone just on the computer yeah it's, it's uh it's really accessible and there's a lot of people on it so i think it's uh it's a great avenue for people to use it's like facebook it's like all the ones we've mentioned you know I mean, just because I don't use all of them doesn't mean they're not all viable and good. Um, I think anything, like I said, anything that helps you get your your book out there, your writing out there, your way, it's great. And uh, YouTube's really great, too, also, as we mentioned. It's not just uh, one uh, specific thing, but, I mean, I know I've looked up tons of stuff, obviously being a Kowski fan, uh, you know. I mean, there's tons of stuff cataloged there that's just awesome as far as old readings go and everything. So it's, yeah, it's a great, great platform, in my opinion. Well, I'm definitely excited about all of that. And it really shows that the, the tools out there for us to, to market, we just have to 
examine which ones work the best for us and what we're trying to do because I'm not really sure if you're going to exploit all of them. Maybe you can if you're some kind of person that has all this time and you're really brilliant on doing all that. But you might mm -hmm. just find a few that that simply fit in with you that you can do. And remember, a lot of these things, in fact, all of these things, they're, they're, they're like the torpedo from the old-fashioned submarines. You just shoot it and then you mm -hmm. drive away and it hits its target and that's it. It's not an, you have to stay with forever. Remember, you could... You can uh, promote or, or, or make a few notes on, on Facebook on Monday and maybe you don't come back for a couple of weeks. No one's going to say, what the heck happened to you? It'll stay on for quite some time. Mm -hmm. If you want it to stay on longer, you have to stay on it more more consistently. Mm -hmm. uh, podcasting is also a, another way to, to, to really get some writing out. But I, I don't mention it as much only because it's not like the other social media platforms because if you're not producing regular shows you're not going to stay in anybody's network long they'll get rid of you that's why most of them don't yeah. last because they just don't they don't stick with it you know you have to you have to be out there producing lots of stuff and it has to be a much mm -hmm. much much more major commitment than any of those other things so, and that's why i stick with it because yeah. to me it's a big commitment and but if you guys notice this if you've if listened to any of the shows even a handful if you haven't listened to all 50 i think uh not today would be number 59 that i'm releasing um, you'll you'll notice that I only 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 done so much on 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 mentioning or, or marketing or uh, my own stuff or other people's stuff. I mean, most of the time I just try to stick to the topic. We'll we'll do uh, a couple shows down the line over here where I'll mention some of that. I'll, I'll I'll have a show where I'll talk about a few things and then I'll, I'll go mention some stuff. You know, hey, you know, this book's coming out by this yeah. person. Go check it out. I'm, I'm, I don't mind doing that. I just don't want to make that to be some big habit to do on a regular basis because. Then the show just becomes, you know, like like QTV for for poetry or something. That's just I don't want to do that either. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not selling a cubic zirconia over here, right? Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> but I don't mind mentioning it because it, it should be mentioned, and I I probably should do it more than I did. I just wanted to stay mm -hmm. for a while. I wanted to try to focus on some of the stuff we're talking about. But I, I I'm gonna try to add more of that into it because I I really think that it, it has a has a place. I just gotta try to figure yeah. out how I want to do that, and and then I'll just do it. I don't know if it's a small yeah. segment in the show, or maybe just at the end of the show. Hey, here's a few things that come to my, you know, my attention. Check it out, you know, that sort of thing, just to give people a little buzz. That's all. I'm, maybe I'll just do it like that. So I'm just trying to get it figured out, and then I'll, I'll edit it on there because it, it's helpful, you know. And I, even even the the my poetry magazine doesn't add. The poetry fiction aerial chart that I do, that that literary journal. Even I don't do as much promoting of other stuff, but I like to do a little bit more of that. So I'm going to figure out the same thing as well. It, it can't hurt as long as you don't go overboard with it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Dan, do you have anything else in social media that you wanted to add, or, or maybe that we didn't like really look into or talk about? I think. Well, I think we covered all the. Uh the the uh, most all the basis um one thing another thing about facebook that people uh i think you can use also because we did i mean that's how whether people know it or not you wouldn't really know if you weren't really at the beginning stages of uh under the bleachers is that we because a lot of us were not in areas that we could get the readings we used facebook live that was another thing that we could so we could basically do readings but we could do them from the comforts of home you know, and uh, that's another good marketing uh, uh, um, 
tool to use. I think personally, if you know you got a book out, and you know a lot of people like to like to do readings and they like to hear you read, so uh, that's another thing that that's how the the mag really got its uh, early you know start was that was we would probably did more business business in the early days um, having the readings we used to do and from uh, using Facebook Live and uh, but now of course we you know. We have uh, other avenues and other things to do, but um, that's another thing that uh, can be used and utilized. Like I said, anything and once again, free. Anything you can do to get it out there, you know. I, I like it. The, I wish more people did that. I'm definitely for that. Uh, the only thing I, uh, I I try to remind people is is that when you do something like that, you just you have to try to be comfortable because if you're uncomfortable reading your own writing. You know that translates into someone now being skeptical about what your writing's about because that's why I have some yeah. folks that they won't even come on the show. Yeah, yeah. remember this is an audio show; they're not seeing you say or do anything. They're just you know they're hearing it. So if you yeah. can't give somebody they would do an interview about their stuff, it's not going to be probably so easy to get them to do even one reading of their writing. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the cure on on how to help people overcome their fear or shyness or whatever I, I don't know and I, I don't spend time making fun of them I just remind them uh, endlessly whenever I can that um, they, they miss they miss opportunities when they let that thing whatever that is that thing control who they are because in the end it's to me it's fear and if you let fear win I, I don't know what you get from it you, you don't get much no, it, it it I can understand it, but then again, I can't understand how it is too. I mean, I definitely uh, don't like being in front of the camera. I mean, I like being, I don't mind being on air where I'm not seen, where I get, you know, where I can be heard. But uh, but then again, I do okay at the other. But that's just that's just me. <laughs> you know, I can kind of cut up and humor helps, obviously, because if you can use humor, it, it it's always easier. Um, you can cut a joke and, you know, kind of lighten the mood, but that's the thing. It's just, uh, it, it is mainly fear that gets in the way of people. And, and, but we all kind of get it. I mean, it's just, you just kind of, you got to be willing to laugh at yourself to begin with. And it, sometimes it is taking yourself a little bit too serious. I think it gets in the way people are worried they're going to mess up and we mess up, you know, you can mess up on even, even these, shows, but we, you know, we yeah, keep going. We do. It happens. It happens, you know? Just wing it. It's not the end of the world. To impact people, you know, that shows you, you know, you're human. And, and yeah, I, I did the, that on the Baldwin show. I, I mean, because I get them confused a lot, Nashville and 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 mm -hmm. Memphis. But I, I mentioned that Beale Street was in Nashville when it's actually in Memphis. And somebody yeah. who's listening, they they caught that. I'm like, oh my god, it happens. What are you gonna do? You know, it, it didn't it, detract you know, from the it, show. It's not like you're gonna hate James Baldwin now because they screwed up the town. But you know, no. it, it it happens. You're gonna have a little boop like that now and then. You know, I introduced somebody one time, and it was the wrong culture they were from. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, they were cool that, about it. That. They're like, no, it's this one. I'm like, oh, damn, sorry about that. So, and we, yeah, it, 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 we it, make it, yeah, it's, it's, it happens on these shows, That's and you, you you live with it. You know, it's it can be slightly yeah. embarrassing, but hey, I, I'm, I'm human, and I'm and I'm trying to do the best I can, and. You're not always going to be 100%. Yeah, just just laugh at yourself and, and, and enjoy yourself and, and relax. Cause it's, 
Well, somebody asked know, me but, to do. They said, "Mark, when are you going to do a show on fear and writing?" I go, "I'd like to do that show because I know it, people would want to hear about that." But I go, "Guess what? I don't have lots of fears, and I don't exactly have lots of cures or solutions to their fears. So all I'm going to do is talk about fears and give nobody any constructive way to try to like combat it. That's yeah. not a damn show. I'm just beating people up, really, in the end. Then even if I don't mean to, well, you know, yeah, we're definitely." Psychiatrist, so that, no, so I, I try to. I, I'm going to try to do a little research one of these days to figure out if there are a couple of things that I could use, maybe that's been used out there, that could possibly help somebody get over stage fright or that sort of thing. Then maybe I don't mind doing a show about that. I said, listen, this is what the common experts are saying, and blah yeah. blah blah. And you know, I know a few things. Like I know this dude, he won't come out to do mm. any kind of reading unless he's wearing those Ray Charles black sunglasses. He goes. Men, I put these on, I have no stage fright. I take them off, I'm about to piss myself. So that's what he yeah. does, and it works. I'm like, well, how the <laughs> hell do you read what you're doing? He goes, my eyes can read it, trust me. I just don't want to see these damn people's faces. <laughs> it works for him every time, and that's what he does. It, it, yeah, it's a good way. It's like a form of hiding in the open almost. I understand it. It, it, it works. It, whatever works for you. I've been, I mean, like anything, I have been in front of people, in front of groups of people, and I, I'm good at public speaking so it doesn't really bother me but I, I've got used to it I you know I was I started out a DJ I mean so for me you kind of get over it because you have to continually do it so the more and more and I've just learned that just you know I don't worry I just don't think about it so it is hard for me to say somebody to somebody who's got the fear it's you know the thing is the worst you can do is go out there and fumble on a word or something, but you know, just roll with it. And, and I totally agree with you. You're right about that. That that sometimes the heart of the problems is folks taking themselves too seriously. Yeah, they get too wound up, and then it becomes <laughs> in the that... end that they're afraid about every little damn thing. That oh my god, my hair is out of place. They must think I'm evil. Oh my god, I mispronounced the word, so they probably think I'm ignorant. And that sort of thing is gonna. <laughs> that's that sort of thing is gonna keep you. You know, in the in the in the. Uh, in the house and uh, never seeing daylight because you know, you're going to wind up being some kind of literary vampire. You know, you're not going to be anybody that can associate with the, with the regular human beings yeah. out there if you let that, but how to help people loosen up on that. I got to find more about that. I did a show on confidence. I know a lot about that and that worked out fine because I was able to give some tips and some things to help. But uh, fear is, is, is a different thing because it's a different animal not everybody's fear is the same, so it's not like you're gonna have one cure for all. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not like fruit of the loom. Yeah. One size fits everyone. You know, it's not no, like that. No, you got. They have, there's yeah. like twenty thousand different fears, and I, 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 you got to have a couple of couple of answers for some of these folks if the show is gonna be relevant. Because yeah. I, I don't want to just pander on things for just for the for the point of making it. This is a show about fear and writing, and I'm doing it because uh, I don't know. It's a cool topic. I got I got to have some merit yeah. to it, and so I'm going to try to look into it more. But I think it'd be interesting to do. Yeah, it is an interesting topic. I mean, but you know, that's another thing is also don't beat yourself up if you if you do have a lot of fears because there's a lot of people who are very successful in other fields that you know have stage fright of some kind, but they they get out there. That's the main thing. <laughs> you just gotta. Sometimes the hardest, the hardest thing is taking that first step. Oh yeah, well, I just... it, it, it's it's all about trying to step away from from when failure happens and seeing if you can sort of grab and learn anything from that. It, it's it's well known, and I don't know how well known 
people know this. I'm not a big sports follower, but I found out, incredibly enough, that Babe Ruth, being one of the greatest baseball players in the world, had the, one of the mm -hmm. worst uh, struckout records uh, of all time. And then I found out that Michael Jordan, who everybody considers as one of the greatest basketball players ever, he's had the worst amount of losses and fouls and, and issues in his career that literally eclipses mm -hmm. some of his successes. So his failures yeah. are even like 10 times worse than anything he succeeded in. And that guy still kept going. So, And it's the same thing with Babe Ruth. So yeah. you find that those people that either conquered the fear or at least temporarily conquered their failures to, to you know rise up and, and have that great day had an enormously bad record before that. And they had to figure out how to get up and go do it again. Because you can't be the greatest home run hitter in baseball and also be the greatest strikeout artist if you just don't say every day, shit, I got to go out there and try to do it again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You just won't. You, you'll just say, oh, fine. Yeah. I got 28 strikeouts this week. To hell with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you're not going to be anybody but the 28 strikeout guy, you know? So, yeah. that, so I think uh, when you see those sort of parallels, you know, the, the mm -hmm. enormous amount of failure, you know, we should try to take from that as writers the enormous amount of rejection we get, and yet we still persevere to get those publishings. Because mm -hmm. you think about it. I mean, yeah. I, guarantee, I guarantee the average writer gets like 25 rejections probably for like every success, and I'm probably being conservative. Hmm. I wouldn't know anything about that. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're going to have... You're gonna gonna have that, and that just goes with the territory, and and yeah, it, it that's the thing is it, it's mainly just not letting that fear get in the way of anything, because you know to succeed in anything, you're gonna have to you know once you you know nothing beats a you know fail like a try, so that's how I always feel. So I just you know that's me personally. I just you know what I want to do, so. You have to be willing to accept that. You know, you're going to get rejections. You're going to get all that and keep going. You know, right, well, folks, there's definitely trying to keep in mind that social media is a powerful tool. Uh, and, and just like a knife, uh, you know, you can cut the cucumber for your salad or you could stab your dog. You know, so you could do good and bad with it. It's not the knife's fault. It's up to you on how you want to use it. And when we mentioned the beginning of the show, I hate to end it this way, but uh, if you put your poetry out there, you, 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 you limit its audience in the end. You don't actually give it a bigger audience. You give it a smaller audience. Because quite frankly, mm -hmm. if it gets published in a magazine, five, six thousand people can read it. But you, you, you put it out there and, and you're happy because you had 14 people hit like. It doesn't even mean they read your poem. It's just hit like. You could just do that and, <laughs> and go smoke a cigarette. It doesn't mean anything. So yeah. what are you getting from it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're not going to get much from it. If you, so consider it. You can try to send it over to John's magazines. He's got 500 of them. <laughs> you know? You can try to send it over to mine. I mean, I'm not guaranteeing you that we're going to be like, eh, we're going to do this because I don't want this guy to publish on social media. You know, we have our standards. We have our rules. Don't get me wrong. But, uh, I mean, I'll look at it just as seriously as anything else that comes in versus looking at it on Facebook and not really taking it that serious. So try to keep that in mind that you don't, you don't curb your own 
your own aspirations yeah. or, or your own or your own good writing because I'm surprised how much good writing I see out there. I mean, if I saw a bunch of junk, I just oh, laugh. Yeah. But I'm actually surprised at the good writing I see, and I'm like, what is this doing mm-hmm. here? It shouldn't be here. There are a lot of really talented writers that are uh, that do that. Like I said, that's the thing. So I think like a one, it, you know, it kind of kind of filters down where you see one really good writer people admire, then I about well, I'm going to do that. They do it, and then it's like, yeah, oh, but yeah, <laughs> but there's there's a lot of talented writers that do that. Yeah. So just just consider reconsider it. That's all I'm saying over here. I'm not going to ban you from my writing groups and. I'm certainly not mocking or judging you. I'm just giving you the facts that it's not really the best practice. You'll notice it from my own stuff on on, on media, and, and you can look throughout the internet. I've never done it once. Never done it once. There's nothing on the internet with me putting a poem out there that hasn't been published. Not at all. It's on the it's on the site with a link. Period. Yeah. And that's it. I mean, it's just that's what I do. I just don't think it's a good idea, and that's why I'm telling you. Because again, I'll I'm always going to preach what I'm practicing. Because these days, you'll, you'll get caught in a heartbeat, and then you have no credibility. So when I'm telling you something, it's because that's exactly what I'm either doing or either what I'm not doing. So I'm always telling you that because that's just the truth of the matter. So keep that keep that in mind so you don't, you don't harm yourself. And try to use social media to your advantage as much as possible. If you have questions or whatever, you can always ask us. We'll do whatever we can to try to relate to you, what, we're, what our experience was. I'm not an expert on all of these platforms. You know, I just want to try to mention as many as many of them as possible. Yeah. Yep. All right. You got anything else, John? No, that's it. I think we pretty much uh, covered it. All right. That's a that's a that's a wrap for. We wanted to do a whole show on this, and I definitely think we did this. Probably one of the longest shows we did, but I wanted to cover all things because it's a big topic, and people definitely mm-hmm. are, are uh, interested in it, and and they probably do have questions as writers about it you know where does it stand what should i do and then i hope we've given you some ideas some pointers uh mm-hmm. obviously we've had some critical as well as some comical uh you know comments about things but in the end we're trying to help uh, writers uh, find the the best place to, to to promote their work and and really to try to adopt the best practices that they possibly can all right folks until next time john thank you very much for joining us as, as always the guest house uh, special uh, edition over here. This is Mark here from Strength to Be Human. God bless. Until next time. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing. www.somapublishing.com.